0: To the Georgia Business Radio Show on Pro Business Channel. Wait. Start? Nope.
1: It's time once again for another episode of Georgia Business Radio. Broadcasting live from the Pro Business Channel studios in Atlanta. And now, here's your host, Rich Casanova.
0: Hello. This is Artie Ruderman, co host of the Georgia Business Show. Rich is enjoying himself on a well earned vacation. And this is Pro Business Channel. And today we have a very interesting show. Uh, last week, Pro Business Channel attended an international European Chamber of Commerce event, a mixer of which over 150 companies attended. I had no idea how vibrant and robust the international community is in, in Atlanta and in Georgia. So we're looking at doing a pilot for international business community. And we have three companies represented, who Get three guests who will be introduced and represent themselves, and I'm also here with my
2: co-host, Michael Moore. Say hello this morning, Michael. Well, hello, Michael. Uh, good morning. It's good to be with you, already. We've got a great, great lineup this morning for the folks. As I said, the international marketplace is not hidden in Atlanta. It's just not as visible as it needs to be. So we're looking forward to talking to these gentlemen and catching up and maybe putting some information out on the airways that will uh, be very valuable, not only for them and their connections but the people out there using their radio ears this morning.
0: Well, thank you. Uh, We're going to follow up this pilot show by having executives from the various chambers come on and talk about their chambers and the international community in general. But today's conversation is going to be based on your companies. And the reason I want that explained is so that our listeners could understand how vibrant the community is and what you're doing in it and how you relate to the community. So with that, I'm going to start with Stanley Sloan. And Stan, if you can introduce yourself and your company, but before you do, I'd just like to say that you've had 40 years of managing consulting, and you are a certified management consultant and a board member of the professional certification chairman for the Georgia chapter of the Institute of Management Consultants, of which I attended one of your events yesterday. It was very well attended and very well organized, and actually, I'm considering being a member myself.
3: Outstanding. Glad to hear (laughs) it.
0: So tell us a little bit about yourself and your company.
3: Well, uh, Sloan Management Consulting is a consulting LLC, a limited liability corporation, and we provide various uh, consulting services to clients in all sectors of the economy uh, with a focus on improving their success in the marketplace. All of our services are custom-tailored. We work very closely with top management to achieve the results that uh, the client is seeking, and, uh, such as customer, improving customer service and customer satisfaction, achieving changes within the company to improve their whole organizational effectiveness.
0: I'm always interested, and I know our listeners are too, how did somebody get into that industry? How did you get into that
2: business?
3: Good mentors. <laughs> and probably good luck. And, and exactly. it was ah, and, Timing and it was is everything,
2: good no matter where you're doing it,
3: right? That's a, no, exactly right. Uh, the universities that I went to for the various degrees, uh, bachelor's, master's, and Ph.D., I had good uh, professors, major professors there. They guided me, advised me on the, not only the courses to take, but the experiences I should gain along the way. And frankly, because of them and the experiences that they provided me, I was able to get very early experience working in private industry and uh, was able to also publish results in the journals like the Harvard Business Review. One thing led to another and uh, there was a amount of uh, luck to it and uh, I took for granted that uh, if I worked hard, stayed honest and achieved desired results, good things would happen and I would get my choice of jobs. That's not true nowadays. The talent market is very different so I feel blessed.
0: Well, uh, I was at that uh, Institute of Management Consulting event yesterday, and we were sitting next to each other. And you told me a fabulous story about your company and its reference to the international business community. And that's why I wanted to have you on to kind of drive down that story a little bit and how your company relates to the international community.
3: All right. Well, I'd be happy to chat about that. Basically, uh, we were approached by uh, this uh, company, an international company. Their top three issues were customer service, customer satisfaction, and the way they manage projects with their key customers uh, in foreign countries. Uh, We worked really closely with their top management team, made sure that we understood their industry and their challenges that they in particular faced, focused on them, developed a work plan with them, and uh, were able to help them achieve results that we're really proud of for them, because they, they worked their butts off and uh, were receptive to learning and changing.
0: Well, very good. But I remember the line that you gave me. You were working with several countries and several continents, mm-hmm. and you basically said you were working with the it UN like, of, yeah. of businesses.
3: It felt like the United Nations. There were four uh, different countries that were on the top executive management team, plus a, a U.S. A representative, and uh, what was fascinating, and I, I know these other gentlemen work in the international arena as well. Um, the way they communicate differed from each other. Their personalities were very different from each other. Their style of of uh, relating and the way they achieve results varied. So we had to help them form a cohesive team focused on critical results, and uh, fortunately. They were very bright people, all the members of the executive team, all of them had advanced degrees. Uh, they were very analytical, very focused on data, as are we, so we did a lot of diagnostics, presented them with the facts as we, as we saw them, and then helped them implement the recommendations to achieve the results they wanted.
0: Well, let's, let's just focus on the international communities and, and how your company is helping them. So, what are the keys to success for foreign-owned companies to achieve success in the United States?
3: Well, what we've found is it is absolutely critical in any industry for them to have consistently uh, high standards for the quality of their services and products. Consistency is a difficult thing to achieve when you're working across different countries. I imagine. Uh, for, uh, for their customers who are in different countries. Um, how they communicate with the top management groups of those companies is very critical. So their interpersonal skills are vital. Um, they also have to be very good listeners to their customers and not just hear what they want, want to hear. Which
0: falls into the, the, one of the last questions I was going to ask, and that is what are the pitfalls for the international company, countries that they should avoid?
3: For international com- uh, companies that are working in the United States, uh, it's the ability of their representatives, even the ex- top executive team, to uh, acculturate, to become accustomed to the culture and mores of doing a business in, in the United States. The way they uh, reward and recognize people varies depending on the country. Uh, the way they um, communicate, even with amongst the, uh, within the top management team, varies. Uh, they have to be very sensitive as well to what are the priorities of their team and the individual people on it. Um, there's also a difference in, in their personal agendas, and sometimes that conflicts with the agendas of the U.S. Mm-hmm. Uh, natives. Yep.
0: Un- uncommunicated expectations get you every exactly. time. Exactly. Yep. Um, well, just in, in conclusion, can you uh, repeat your name, your company, and how someone listening would be able to get a- in touch with you?
3: Stan Sloan, Sloan Management Consulting, LLC. We're based right here in Atlanta. Uh, Phone number at the office is 770-457-4811. That's 770-457-4811. Love to talk to you about uh, what we do, how we do it, and help you achieve the results that you want.
0: Well, thank you so much. I'm going to turn the microphone over to my co-host, Michael Moore.
2: Well, just pass it on down the table. Stanley, thank you. You, you brought up one point, which we're going to talk about in the next segment. Uh, this, again, you're live on the Georgia Business Radio Show here with Artie Ruderman and Michael Moore. And we're going to be talking to the folks today who uh, put business in a different perspective of, of international twist. But the international twist is really about dollars and time. And you introduced introduce, introduce us to the idea of timing because being in the right place at the right time is important. Our next guest... Uh, Joe Briner was literally in the wrong place at the wrong time for the wrong reason, <laughs> and I just can't resist going into that process. I wanted to lay a little levity to pro- But timing. You started your financial services business. It went again. Oh, what? Well,
4: two th- we, uh, <laughs> we really started in 2008, and, yeah. <laughs> uh, and we, it, it, uh, I was in the banking field. Uh, and, uh, you know, banking wasn't doing, doing so great at the time. And, uh, when and you, you
2: started this business for fun, as I remember well,
4: from <laughs> Well, kind of. Uh, you know what? My phone started ringing yeah. uh, when the economy really started to go off a cliff and uh, helped a lot of people ad hoc, just save their businesses. Uh, they needed to restructure, reorganize, recapitalize, and uh, that became a business. Well, it's so, been a great model
2: for you because you're oh, yeah. your partner now who we met the other night at an event. It just It's amazing when you have expertise that other people do not have, and they know that, they're going to come knocking on your door. And
4: that's what happens. And uh, we are the busi- busiest we've ever been. In fact, before uh, heading out from the office this morning, I just printed out our deal sheet, and we've got about 25 deals now representing about $484 million in opportunities all across the board. A couple of those are with international companies. One's with a, a German company that is set a, setting up a U.S. operation, and uh, they, they make very high quality mixing and material handling equipment for the uh, pharmaceutical pharmaceutical and bakery industries of all, you know, two two kind of diverse. You wouldn't necessarily put those in the same basket, but uh, their materials, their their equipment is very useful in both of those settings. And and we also have a Brazilian firm. It's kind of a high tech uh, based firm they also manufacture they've got two really cool products one is a large format uh 3d medical Im- imaging device it's about the size of the table i know you can't see it in Radioland, but it's about the size of the table that we're sitting at and uh, just gives incredible clarity for doctors that need to see inside the body uh, and they have the exact same thing that's available for again a diverse application but wayfinding in uh community settings like uh, malls, uh, office buildings like we're in here, uh, you know, places where, you know what, now I tell you what, I went down and visited with them in July and uh, I kind of got spoiled because uh, they took us to uh, Parque Dom Pedro outside uh, outside of, uh, well, it's in Campinas, Brazil, huge mall. And uh, they've got these giant wayfinding kiosks inside uh, every entrance. And it's cool. You go up and find what you want. And now I'm spoiled because I go into Linux mall. And, uh, you know, i got to find an old lit-up, backlit directory or what have you. And uh, so really cool stuff. And we just love working with companies that have kind of the newer, better mousetrap, the secret sauce. And in both those cases, they they want to do exactly what Stan was talking about. You know, they need to understand the U.S. culture, the market. Uh, and one thing that we're advising them on is what worked in their native country might not and probably won't work here. They have to be ready for a much faster uh, execution. Uh, they're going to need more capital than they thought. They've got to <laughs> have a, a well-thought-out business plan. And, of course, then there are re- regulatory issues that are different in every market, and, and we help them get used to those so that they can have a successful launch uh, and, and not have to uh, worry about uh, getting slapped on the wrist for doing something wrong.
2: Well, you know, you bring up a great point there. In the international business market today, we really don't have a uh, we,
4: don't really, we really
2: don't know how we've grown to the manner we've grown. We, have, we now have to have the, not only the language expertise, but as Stanley said earlier, we've got to understand what motivates the different, the different buyers, but also the staffs. And now with people crossing borders to work for a living and being in other countries for not just five or ten years on, quote, an assignment, but either being there for 40-plus years or less than one year. I mean, think of the, the dynamics of just working with it. I know getting involved in the capital markets, where well, as you said, it's going to take more money, more time, and and more effort than most people uh, know about. But we're very blessed here in Atlanta because a lot of people come out and go in. So we're really a mixing pot. So talk about some of your experiences on those 44 deal sheet
4: items you have there, <laughs> of, of some really unique stories. I mean,
2: share with us yeah. some of the fun stuff. You've shared a little bit with
4: us, but give, give us some of the successes of four years ago, three years ago. Well, gosh, you know what? Uh over time, for, for the first several years, it was just saving businesses. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the last four or five years, it's been, it's been focused on the fun stuff, helping companies get growth, acquisition, expansion capital. Uh, we're doing one really fun one right now. Uh, you know, Markets are at all-time highs. They just are. Multiples that are being paid for companies are at all-time highs. And uh, we've got a private equity firm that has engaged us on a retained search to find add-on companies for Uh, one of their platform investments in the marketing space. They have a, a company they've invested in that does marketing services for small to medium-sized businesses, and they really want to ramp that up. And so uh, we've got a pretty big uh, spend there you know, in, in the multiples of tens of millions of dollars. Well, could you uh, just bring them on to, to Atlanta and get them started here? <laughs> <laughs> I, that's the objective. You know what? Uh, we, we love it when people well, say – Pro they, Business
2: Channel would like to help you with that. They, <laughs> since you
4: mentioned the tens of millions of dollars, we're yep. glad to help. <laughs> and, and, and you know what? There's more private equity money. There's more hedge fund money out there than there's ever been. Uh, it's harder for them to find deals. So uh, again, you know, we, we've got uh, almost half a billion dollars of opportunities that we're actively working on, and uh, you know, I look at it; it's just the way you would expect. We have about twenty that are uh, potential deals. We've got five that we've qualified. We've got a couple that we're in the data gathering. A couple where we're doing the the capital acquisition or target acquisition, and then a couple where we're in pre closing or closing. So, I mean, just exactly what you would expect. And Uh, You know, we are very fortunate here in Atlanta. You know, we we got hit pretty hard during the recession, but we've come back really strong. And I I tell you what, uh, the the, the business environment here is stronger than it's ever been. Well, some of my friends
2: have a saying. They've lived in Atlanta all their lives. And they say, if you can't make a living in Atlanta, you're probably in the wrong business.
4: Somebody (laughs) should write a song about it. If you can't make it here, you can't make it anywhere. Now,
2: for those of you in radio land, I want to have to share with you, Joe has got this on literally – single space, a half a sheet of paper. So that's the idea of how big the market is. Imagine if he had a front and back of this thing, how, <laughs> how, how, many, how many dollars. Well, talk about those people. Now, how, how do you find your customers? They, they, people must be seeking you out because I can tell you with the energy in the room right now, you're
4: having fun with what you're doing. So Oh, it, it's a blast. You know what? Uh, it, it's much more fun than, than doing the other stuff. And <laughs> I got to tell you what, you know, we, we do it exactly the way that Artie and Stan did it. Uh, we, we really don't do any marketing. We have a website, verticalcapitaladvisors.com. Uh, you know, we list some of our deals out there, but we even find it hard to keep up. You know what? It's funny. I have to eat my own cooking here because yeah. I tell people, you know, you got to move at, at, at a faster pace and, sure. and get the information out there. And we're behind on on some of what we're doing in terms of putting, uh, putting our our current deals out there. Uh, but, I mean, things are moving very fast. It sounds and, like your customers might forgive you. Well, you know what? <laughs> Uh, we're very selective. So for every 20 or 25 deals that we see, we, we choose one to work on. And uh, you know we look for a great management team with a really good, solid business plan. And really the only missing ingredient is capital or capital partner. And I tell you what, uh, when we find that the, those uh, elements, uh, those components out there, uh, we can make it sing. So that's what we do. So, again, mostly you take international companies and bring them to the U.S. market, or well, do you take as many the other way? Yeah, you know what? Uh, most of our most of our clients are domestic, uh, and, you know, we, we don't do a ton – you know, how would we market in brazil and and germany those Those are two markets we don 't necessarily uh, you know associate uh, together, but uh, it 's just through our networking uh, opportunities and we 've got a couple companies in brazil we 've got one in Brazil in particular. Uh, they do a really cool uh, it 's a financial uh, application they 're building indexes based on the Tel Aviv uh, stock exchange, so really cool stuff.
2: Why oh, what? Wow. I, mean, I mean, they doing that in Brazil, right? <laughs>
4: no, they're not. Oh. <laughs> they're, but but uh, you know, there are a lot of people that that uh, want to incorporate the That's Israeli right. component into an investment platform. And uh, they, you don't really have a way to do that, but now they do uh, by these indexes being created. So we have all just you, you, you can't build a business uh, a business plan or you know marketing plan because we can't identify these things. But well, you, uh, to your question,
2: no, there's no silver ball, there's no crystal ball for your business because you're right—it's relationships yeah. and it's timing. Going back to that process, it's timing. Timing's, well, we, timing's everything. Speaking of timing, we've about wrapped up our little our little segment here. But, but you and you and Brian are definitely doing the fun stuff. I can appreciate how much good that is. I've thought of a couple people to introduce. You too and i I hope we can find some more folks that make we love it make their life more fun and your life more fun and folks if if you're looking to bring bring or take things in or out of america in a marketplace it sounds like these guys are somebody you need to speak with so joe give them that contact info one more time
4: yeah so you can find my contact information i'm joe briner and uh mike just mentioned my partner brian jenner who uh who was at the event that that we've been talking about and you can find us all at verticalcapitaladvisors.com anywhere in the world anytime and
2: you're out in Alpharetta, retinette go we to are market space
4: bright beautiful sunny alpharetta georgia i've right, never been
2: so thank you we're going to move on back to Artie now we've got our, our guest that uh, we also met at the international group and i'll tell you what it's amazing when you see the talent in the room so Artie, go Fine, ahead
0: thank you very much once again this is co-host of the georgia business show Artie rudiman for pro business channel business is up and i have a very interesting guest matter of fact I need usually I start how do you get in the business I have to start with this question our, our guest is Anton Mertens and he's with Burr Foreman he's also the president of the Belgium Chamber of Commerce which we could go into a little bit but I want to drill down on Burr and Foreman um, but on a personal note uh, he has the Royal Order of Leopold, which is the highest order of Belgium, awarded by a royal decree. You have to tell us about that.
1: Well, I guess if you stick with something long enough, they'll give you an award. <laughs> and um, it, it, I've been um, involved with the um, Belgian government as an advisor for economic diplomacy and uh, for the last 20 years. And um, through that, um, I was recognized for my work on behalf of Belgium, helping Belgian companies uh, come and look at the u s and and get um, maybe come over here and and expand um, There are quite a few in Georgia, about probably about seventy Belgian companies mm-hmm. in Georgia. Um, I was actually at, at um, in the Dalton area yesterday, and flooring is one of the areas that Belgium uh, is known for, flooring and textiles, uh, textiles less now uh, but in, in the past. Uh, but, you know, places like Beaulieu, Carpets, Beaulieu International Group, uh, IVC, which now has been bought by Mohawk, um, but Mohawk has, um, has that IVC plant in Belgium, and they go back and forth, um, uh, you know, so there, there is a lot of opportunity for, um, for companies um, in Georgia, for Belgian companies in Georgia.
0: Well, I want to segue to Burr and Foreman, but that was something I needed to drill down on personally. Congratulations for that. So when we talk about exporting and importing, there's many facets to it because you have American companies that are looking to expand markets and, and sales, but they're also looking for resourcing for manufacturing and products to purchase and resell. And then you have the reverse of that. You have the international community, which is doing the same. So You're on the legal side of establishing that. Correct. So, especially with your background and talking about over 20 years and probably more, uh, to kind of walk us through how that's changed over the years and what the issues have been and uh, what the trends might be moving forward.
1: Sure. Uh, very timely. My, my focus is on immigration, business immigration. And, of course, very that's, been, timely. That's, that's been in the news a good bit uh, with the RAISE Act, which was actually introduced by uh, Senator Perdue of Georgia, along with Senator Cotton. Um, and, and that would cut immigration in half. Legal immigration. Uh, Now, I deal mainly with business immigration, Mm -hmm. and and it's amazing how complicated it is for folks to bring in foreign workers or to hire foreign workers.
0: And if I may add, because I was the COO of a naval engineering company, and we had to ramp up very quickly and bring foreign engineers, and uh, the red tape and the expense, uh, you might want to address that too. Absolutely.
1: Uh, You know, the, the, the go to visa, usually in the past, had been the H 1B. It's a specialty occupation visa for um, companies that require someone with a bachelor's degree for a position that requires a bachelor's degree. Well, uh, th- that visa category is only, only allows 85,000 H-1Bs every fiscal year for the whole world. So you have this uh, crazy um, system where you can file six months ahead of time, so six months before the fiscal year starts of October. Once April one, everybody files, and after a week they say, Whoa, we got 200,000 applications. Stop it. We'll do a random lottery. Now, try to explain it to your foreign clients. And, well, you know, you may or may not get him. Well, but he's a PhD. He should get it, right? No, it's a random lottery. You know, he, he may get it. He may not get it. Um, and it's just amazing um, to see their their head spin and say, well, you know, how can I plan for my business? How can I plan for expansion if I don't know who I can bring over here? Uh, fortunately, there are other options as well. And, um my job is to guide them through that, to kind of look at the puzzle and, and put it together for them and say, here are some options for you, uh, short-term and long-term. Um, you know, As Mike said, people may be here for six months, a year, or five years, or 20 years or more, uh, and may end up staying here. Uh, actually, I'm Belgian originally. I came over as a high school exchange student back in the late 70s and fell in love with the South. I was in Florida, in Jacksonville, went back to Brussels where it was – Rainy, dark, people weren't friendly And something small I gotta, I gotta get out of here
2: You're glad you bought a round trip with you, right? <laughs> That's, right.
1: That's right So I came back, out, spent a couple of years in Birmingham, Alabama And then uh, moved to Macon I went to school there mm-hmm. uh, Ended up going to law school there And then moved to Atlanta in 98 So I've been through the process myself And and used maybe and it wasn't as complicated back then but it certainly is is crazy now and and the idea is now to go to a merit based immigration system which i guess in theory would be fine canada does that uh, if you have a certain number of points you get a green card the problem i see with it it may, it may not align with what businesses need we may need people to uh pick peaches or, or onions and they're not going to get the 30 points uh <laughs> because they probably don't have a degree uh they probably not make a lot of money um, so it's 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 a work in progress. In, in any event, which is good. Uh, you know, my phone rings off the hook trying to, you know, assess it for for clients and um, you know, reassure them that it's not a done deal yet.
0: And what other ways is Bear Foreman involved in the international
1: community, in business community in particular? Certainly, we we have three areas we focus on: healthcare, financial institutions, and manufacturing. Uh, Better term probably would be um, economic development, and that's where I come in. Um, I'm actually going to Belgium next week to meet with a bunch of companies that are already doing business here, but others that are not and are looking and looking at the southeast. And they want to be reassured to a certain extent, too, that it's still business as usual. I mean, Georgia's open for business. The southeast is open for business. Atlanta's a great place to do business. Um, so don't worry too much what's going on in, in Washington. <laughs> um, you know, it, it, and, and people are sitting on a lot of cash. Uh, you know, they, um, you know, Joe could probably tell us that, and and some of them are a little bit um, wait taking a wait and see approach, um, because maybe tariffs may affect their business. Um, think about the steel industry. So, um, what about NAFTA? If that's being renegotiated, what's the effect of that? So, some people are taking a wait and see approach. Um, Europeans typically are more risk averse anyway. So. It takes them a while to make a, a decision. I've worked with clients, and after two years, okay, we're going to do the deal. And at that point, of <laughs> course, well, maybe it's no, not a good time anymore. <laughs> maybe it's 2008, and then the deals are – The window's uh, closed. Right, the yeah. window's closed. So um, so we, we help companies um, come into the U.S. Um, big focus for burr Informant is automotive, automotive manufacturers mm-hmm. and, and suppliers, um, but you know, anything that's manufacturing is, of course, very intensive. Um, with as far as workforce, and well, you have a, a
0: very large footprint in the southeast.
1: We do and about nine, ten offices. That's correct. Three
0: hundred and fifty attorneys.
1: That's right. We have um, eleven offices. We have a Delaware office wow. now since since the beginning of the year. Uh, but we have four in Florida, uh, Mississippi. We have um, Alabama, Georgia, and then also in Nashville, Tennessee. About three hundred lawyers. So the the idea is to help folks, uh, you know. Come in and, and, and do it right because if you make a mistake and, you know, there are cultural differences, there are business differences. Doing business in Belgium is not like doing business in the U.S. And vice versa. So people sometimes, you know, we don't want them to make mistakes. Sometimes they have to make mistakes because they learn from that. But hopefully, you, you know, you could, uh, you could minimize that.
0: Without mentioning names in particular, can you give some examples of some success stories?
1: Uh, sure, absolutely. Um, companies that' come here from Belgium uh, in the flooring industry um, started with a, a campus of one one factory one one uh, brand they're already building their second factory and have plans for three more so it's it's really um, exciting to see that they, they realize that the business climate's good um, of course, for most companies u s and foreign workforce is always going to be an issue so Georgia does a good job, with with um, quick start. And uh, other states have followed that, that model That's interesting or, tell, yeah. tell us a little bit more yeah, about that It's, it's where it's the, the technical university system Technical college system helps companies Finding workers And, and they put together curriculums And, and uh, help them to you know, well, Actually okay. bring folks on, on board so
2: what, what, what do you really need and what does it look like That's right. right. And in, in about a year from now we can produce you some of those exactly. That's when, really we, a great way to help our people we mean he welders, built the companies. right? Well, oh, I know you—you know—you've been very instrumental with the Belgians, but every, all the countries that are coming to the U.S. are benefiting from the changes in our world because we, thank goodness, have been adaptable. Uh, gosh, I've been going back to the 1600s, wasn't it? we? Started doing that. <laughs> now, Joe, I saw you over taking notes about needing more capital and needing more people. So you're going to be able to help with the capital, and and, and Stanley over here is going you to be able help with help with, with the consulting process to bring more firms in. So I'm thinking, Artie, you've probably got a good idea. We may want with an international business radio I'm, show.
0: I'm leading towards it. Yeah. I really am. I, I'd like to ask Anton. Uh, we talked about the immigration side of 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 bear what about the establishing businesses here you know the red
1: tape etc how does Burr Furman go about that sure we have a team we i usually put team together when folks are looking when foreign companies are looking at the u.s and Mm -hmm. and not just george i mean the southeast anywhere in the u.s typically um obviously there, there are corporate issues there are employment law issues tax issues um environmental issues if you build a plant um Construction issues uh, So we, we have a team that can help them with, you know, with Everything they need uh, From a legal standpoint uh, Typically the first issue is going to be immigration though hmm. If I can't come here as my, If I can't send my CEO here Or more importantly if I can't send my engineers over here I'm going elsewhere um, So that, that's um, it, It's something that, that they have to look at And, and really think about Because you know, if you can't bring the key people over It's, it's going to be a short lived adventure
0: why, thank you. We're going to have an, another feature spotlight show on the international business community featuring chambers uh, of which you are the president of. So just in, very briefly, so you are the president of the Belgian sure. Chamber of Commerce, so please tell sure. us about
1: it. Yes, uh, I, we started back in 2013, so we've been at it for four years. Um, uh, it's the Belgian-American Chamber of the South. So our footprint is, again, the South, even though we're in Atlanta. You know, we have mm-hmm. members from other states as well around here, um, and, and we help companies Both U.S. and Belgian companies uh, do business um, with networking, with um, events that are of interest to to both sides. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we have quite a few large Belgian companies that are members. Um, You know, we we sometimes do things together with other chambers. That's, you know, where where I met you already with the Dutch and the Swedish and the British. And um, they're all well represented here. And, and gosh, there's a lot of foreign business coming into Atlanta. It's It's a very vibrant community. Absolutely.
0: Very much so. Well, thank you very much. Um, please give
1: us some contact information, sure, how me.
0: people can get a hold of Absolutely. you and/or
1: and or burr Froman. Yes, please call me at burr and Froman. My, my office number is 404-685-4267. That's 404-685-4267. Or go on our website, uh, which is burr.com. That's B-U-R-R.com. And uh, love to help you.
0: Well, thank you. And uh, before we conclude, I always like to ask our guest if there's something that they Add, and I do want to address something with Stan because I mentioned that he's a board member of the Institute of Management Consultant, and could you briefly tell us about that, Stan? Okay.
3: And so the Institute of Management Consultants is the certifying body for the consulting profession. It focuses on professional development, networking, and uh, ethical standards and conduct in the way we conduct business with clients. We're in uh, uh, several major cities, and we have a very active uh, uh, chapter here in Georgia. We conduct a variety of workshops, seminars, and events to uh, improve the quality of services to clients and to be sure that our members are growing and developing to, to deliver better services to, to the marketplace.
0: Well, thank you. Joe, anything you'd like to add on or comment on the discussion this Morning. Well,
4: you know what? Uh, obviously, there's a lot of activity in Georgia, uh, in Atlanta, and, and really throughout the country right now. Uh, it's an exciting time to be in the roles that we are advising businesses, helping them grow and and prosper. And uh, just uh, you know, our our uh, lineup changes weekly, so uh, we will do a, a better job of updating, getting all of, all of our current deals out there, so that anyone that wants to see uh, and, and potentially invest in any of these. Uh, you can have a fair opportunity to do so. Uh, so check our website, verticalcapitaladvisors.com, and and you'll be rewarded. Well, I also understand you have a great blog, so people can kind of follow what you're doing to grow, grow the market here in the city. Yeah, you know, it's kind of eclectic. It's <laughs> fun to do a blog, uh, you know, something that catches your eye. But I tell you what, I've been so busy, I don't think I've updated that Uh-oh. since May. <laughs> well, and maybe uh, we incent you to put some new information up there. Yeah. Stretch that net, stretch and, the net. And I'm thinking that Anton probably got his uh, law degree from Mercer. Is that right? right. I did. All I did. Right. I, yeah. <laughs> I just finished teaching a uh, MBA course at Mercer great school They have an, a we have an Atlanta campus and uh, and you know at, uh, the, uh, throughout that uh, program uh, the international aspect of business mm. is is very prominent you, you you can't really just operate in a small market anymore everything's global everything's transparent. you can see into any business, see every product. Uh, and so uh, it, the internet's been a great equalizer for business, and you really have to you really have to shine and uh, it's fun teaching and uh boy uh, you know that uh, really uh, drove home how rapidly things are changing out there it's incredible yeah. anton, any last comments you'd like to add?
1: I think uh, land is ready for business, and they're open for business and <laughs> Uh, a lot of it's coming in It's great um, You know You see all the, the cranes in, in midtown And downtown And we'll have a new stadium Coming online yeah. Shortly um, it, Soccer is Is taking off It's, it's it great is. So it's, that's getting to Speaking be very about international, international. Exactly <laughs> That's right So uh, we're We're, uh, we're in, in good shape And uh, you know If we can just You know Get traffic Maybe fixed a little bit better It'll be alright
2: <laughs> I think <clears throat> Personal drones Is the only way We're going to stop it <laughs>
0: Well thank you Well I think that's a wrap On the Georgia Business Radio show for Pro Business Channel. This is your co-host Artie Rudiman and
2: Michael Moore. Y'all be good. See you next time.
1: Thank you again for joining Rich Casanova and our guests on the Pro Business Channel. Use the social media links here to share today's show and stay tuned for the next episode of Georgia Business Radio.